Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the slate with you guys. Uh, And you guys know I'm always here on Fridays, and as you know, I always like Friday slates. We have 15 games. It's always nice and jam-packed. Problem is, uh, if you played yesterday's slate, you know there were a ton of aces on the mound. And when that normally happens, we get these kind of ugly slates after. And uh, yeah, we got a 15-game slate, and it's not pretty at the pitching side of the ball. But uh, that makes it interesting. I'm sure ownership will be all over the place. So it uh, should be a lot of fun to see where people kind of go with their pitchers. Because again, uh, a lot of interesting options that we're trying to just kind of get creative with and talk ourselves into. So uh, we can dive right in. Before we get get to the slate though, uh, don't forget to go sign up on Fantasy Draft if you haven't. Fantasy Draft is an awesome site. You don't have to play terrible catchers, shortstops. There's great position flexibility and we got football coming around the corner too and Fantasy Draft is awesome for that as well. Has tons of great contests. Had the Carolina Millions last year. So I uh, had some really awesome contests last year and uh, just Go check out Fantasy Draft if you have not checked it out. Now let's dive right in and talk about the baseball slate. Uh, we got the Texas Rangers. We got the Baltimore Orioles. This is a nine and a half total here. And uh, yeah, first look on this game, man, I like the bats a lot. This was one that I'm seeing some prices to on some interesting plays that I really want to look at and really get some exposure to. You see Cole Hamels, Alex Cobb, two pitchers that are not the greatest, right? Two pitchers that we definitely can uh, target for sure. I think this is a phenomenal spot for, uh, you know, Manny Machado. We'll talk about the Orioles side of the ball first. If you could pay up for him, like, pay up for him. This is a phenomenal spot against Cole Hamels. He will absolutely dominate him. Cole Hamels is giving hard contact against righties and lefties, about 40%, both sides of the plate. I mean, he has just had so much struggles. And against a guy like Machado, this could be a problem. And Adam Jones, those righty bats could really be nice here. I think it's a great stack today. Uh, Tim Beckham on Fandle, where he's cheap. Jones, he's really cheap over there. I know specifically they're super cheap on Fandle, those guys. DraftKings, same prices. are they're pretty cheap. Tim Beckham, 3.3. Adam Jones, 3.3. Machado's 5k again you have to spend for him but again like trumbo 37 all these guys are really cheap so they can make for a cheap stack and just throw a machado i think it's a pretty good route to go as a as a tournament option today vegas has been a 4.6 implied total it's pretty much a not a pick them completely but uh it's close to it and with Cobb versus hamels uh it basically should be but yeah, fantasy draft again. The prices—they're very cheap. Uh, 7.7, 6.7, All these guys just at the top of the order. Valencia, six point four, who can smash lefties. I mean, this is just a phenomenal spot, I think, for the Orioles. I know Cole Hamels has found a way to get it done. Uh, maybe you don't stack him up all the way, but I think taking him as one-offs in like a mini stack would even be like probably the best route. The more I think about it, because again, Cole Hamels—he's still like kind of been a magician and found a way to get it done. But I just think there's a lot of value in some of these prices, and maybe just taking like two or three of them and just kind of pulling like the solo home runs is not about route bad route to go with this Orioles team I want to talk about the uh, Texas Rangers now though and a couple of bats I like on this team and specifically uh there's one guy that looks pretty mispriced like on you know fantasy draft Chu is 9.6 
on DraftKings 5.1. Again, that's uh, you know, that's a hefty price tag, and I think he's a good play against Cobb. But you give me Sinshu Chua at 3.3k on FanDuel, that's way too cheap. And FanDuel's had some terrible pricing recently, just in general. But all these guys on Texas are way too cheap over there. So I just want to note that uh, load up on Texas on FanDuel. They're definitely a uh, you know team that you, I think you can see a lot of value in in cash games and then in tournaments as well. Uh, really just nice prices on DraftKings right now. Looking at their prices, a little more expensive for these guys. Uh, it's tougher to put them in there. Uh, you know, Mazzara, he's fairly priced. Uh, Beltre at 3-4 seems like a good price, but third base, uh, it's tough because there's a guy I definitely want to pay up for, uh, for sure on the slate. And I mean, Beltre has not been that great recently. So it's a little tougher on, uh, it's a little tougher on FanDuel and or on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft uh, for these uh, Texas Rangers bats. But I will say they're in a good spot. 4.90 implied total. Wind blowing out 85 miles or 85 degrees. Uh, wind's blowing out. I mean, this is just a really, really interesting spot here, I think, for the Texas Rangers. So uh, all in all, uh, 9.5 total in this game. I think this is a game to definitely load up on some bats. Next game up, we have the Milwaukee Brewers. The Pittsburgh Pirates is an eight total. We have Junior Guerrero against Nick Kingham. And, uh, yeah, I you know in Pittsburgh I really just don't like this game that much for the hitters I think for the pitchers it's okay too like if you want to take a shot on Kingham I get it or Guerrera I guess you could but um these guys are again it's a really nasty pitching slate these are not pitchers that I typically like to talk about but uh we have to sort of kind of consider them I probably won't go with the Guerrero route if you make me pick I'll probably go with Kingham and hope the strikeout upside uh comes against the Brewers team but again they can obviously you know go crazy at times but that bottom of the order has been a little ugly recently i just think this is a good cross-off game just one i don't really want to touch on this slate so i'm going to stay my best away from the pittsburgh game next one up philadelphia phillies miami marlins this is an eight total with jake arietta against Yin chen and uh yeah i mean Chen is a guy that I think we like to target against. We got to take these righties. Like Reese Hoskins should be hitting a home run pretty easy, I feel like, today. 3.5K on FanDuel. Love that price for him. 4.6 on DraftKings. I love him at there, man. He is hitting a bomb today. He's one of my candidates to go yard. Uh, same with Shin Chu Chu. I should have, should have said that. He's another guy I like to go yard today. Uh, 9.1K on Fantasy Draft. Love Hoskins here today. I think it's a phenomenal spot. Uh, the Phillies, I'm not going to go crazy with them in this Marlins Park. I think just taking maybe a Hoskins as a one-off is really what I'm liking. If I get Althea towards the top of the lineup for cheap, I'll like that as a little bit of value. But again, not going too crazy with Phillies bats here. Next game up, we got the, uh, you know, we got the Jake Arrieta here. He's the next pitcher to talk about, and, you know, it's a nice price for Jake Arrieta. If you look at the price tag, you'd think, oh, you know, it's solid, and he gets to go against the Marlins, but just the strikeouts haven't been there against the Marlins. They've been pretty good this year. They've been a problem. I kind of just want to stay away and not really target against the Marlins. I've done a little bit this year. I've kind of tempered, uh, you know, it's not tempered, not tempered my expectations, more so dialed it back, I should say, uh, whenever I see the Marlins. I know Arietta, if you look at the numbers, 4.20 XFIP is great. The walk at 7.5 is fine, but the problem is the Ks are down. They're at 17.3%. I mean, I don't like that a lot. Sure, he's kept the ISO nice, which is great. 1.38 against righties, against lefties, 1.07. Uh, you know, he's been fine getting the ground balls great, 57% against righties, against lefties, 54.8%. I just worry about getting the K's, and K's are king for me. Uh, they're the thing that I, I'm all about when I'm taking my pitchers. So, uh, sure, I guess if it makes you feel safe, you could play it. I wouldn't hate it, but I, I just want to get the K upside. I'm someone that looks for that. So, um, But I get if you think you could pitch an efficient game. Uh, again, I'm more so looking for pitchers that can get me the K's. And, again, ugly pitching slate. So um, I think Ariadne is in play. He's in the player pool. You can consider him, but not one of my favorites. 
Next game up, New York Yankees, Cleveland Indians, nine and a half total here. And we have Domingo Germán against Shane Bieber. And uh, yeah, this is a game where I think just looking at the bats is what we want to do. Uh, the pitchers, I like German. I think he's, you know, a good pitcher and Bieber too. Uh, I mean, not a good pitcher, but he's a solid pitcher, I should say. Uh, and then Bieber, he's another solid pitcher too. But the, this is just tough matchups. And, uh, you know, in Cleveland, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of staying away. Again, this is a better hitter's park with these two pitchers in there. I just think not really touching too many of these pitchers is kind of the right call here. So I'm just going to stay away, I think, from these two. Again, I, I, I want to find some cheap guys that I like, and that's one of the problems is because I the guys you want to you know can spend up on sure they make you feel safe on this slate but i really like the bats way more so uh it's been tough and that's why i like a guy like arietta i just talked about i can kind of talk myself into a little bit because these top end pitchers i just feel like aren't going to do that much either uh, again if domingo german was in a matchup against like the brewers i'd probably fire away with him but in a matchup against the indians that's just a difficult one and same with shane bieber so it's all the bats here load up on the indians if you want one through nine and yankees one through nine i think they're all phenomenal plays just from a cash game perspective a tournament you know obviously a game that you can target the problem with the indians is they're just expensive they're hard to get in your lineup so if you can fit them sure i don't see guys you need to prioritize in your cash games uh in tournaments i don't see that either if you want to go for like a yonder alonzo or kipnis is a cheap value to get some exposure i think that's like the best way to go but again the other guys are expensive and if you spend on them you might miss out on some other bats and that's kind of you know every single day that ends in y uh in uh, daily fantasy baseball with the indians uh, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the Yankees bats now, and I think Gardner, obviously at the top, he's an interesting value normally uh, on FanDuel at least I should say 3.1K DraftKings he's a little too much in fantasy draft. I'd rather just find the money for Stanton, Hicks, you know, Judge instead. I think they're way better plays. Again, if you want to spend on these guys, they're expensive, and you just gotta kind of have to pay the price for it. Uh, I think there's better stacks to pay for than the Yankees ones today, but uh, yeah, and if you make me pick one stack to like in this game, I'll probably just. Uh, you know, I'll probably lean the, uh, the hot Indians offense who are at home and have been hitting the ball pretty well. So let's go on to the next game. We have Toronto Blue Jays, Boston Red Sox, 9.5 total here with Ryan Baruki against Rick Porcello. And, man, so it's like I see Rick Porcello, and I think, oh, Rick Porcello's, you know, nice and safe, uh, safe for the win, minus 217 favorite. But it's really gross to see Rick Porcello's, like, line on this game. I mean, see it at 4.01. That just doesn't feel... It doesn't feel right to me, uh, but hey, he, it's it's above four. Uh, again, I don't really want to spend on pitching. I want to spend on bats instead on this slate. So I'm probably not going to spend up on Porcello. Uh, probably won't play any Blue Jays bats either. Just don't think it's a great spot for them. If you make me play one, I'll probably go with Smoke as a one-off, but not or Granderson, but nothing else really to talk about there. Uh, on the Red Sox side of the ball, I mean, against Baruki, this is a great spot for these righties. Steve Pierce is going to be a phenomenal value I look at. Uh, you know, Ben Nintendi is out of the lineup for the day, so we could see some guys get bumped up in the order, like a Bogarts go towards the top, which is great. Nunez, too, he might get a little lineup bump, which would be great. Uh, there's also Sam Travis, I believe, might play today, so that's an interesting value on the Red Sox against a lefty. So have to like those little value bats that we kind of talked about here. And Steve Pierce, again, like one of my favorite plays here as like a cash game value. Uh, if you have the money for Betts or Martinez, play them. Like, And if you force me to pick one, I'll go with Betts. That's kind of the route that I will take here. Let's talk about uh, the next game. We got the Washington Nationals, New York Mets is an eight total with Tanner Roark against Noah Syndergaard. And I don't have a pitch count on Noah Syndergaard yet. It's one of those things I was looking for and I couldn't find it. 
Either way, I'm not playing him off the DL against the Nationals offense. I think it's just a fine spot that we just stay away from and kind of take the wait-and-see approach, see how he pitches, see how things go. Mets don't have a reason to throw him out there for a while. And again, why am I spending all this money on him? 11K on DraftKings. He is 21.6 on Fantasy Draft and 10K on FanDuel. Just doesn't seem necessary to pay up that price on him. One guy I do want to talk about, though, is Tanner Rourke, because I do think Tanner Rourke is kind of interesting here. Sure, he's not the favorite in this game, right? That's kind of unfortunate. Uh, I do like me some, uh, you know, I do like targeting me some Mets. Uh, even though I'm a Mets fan, it's a great spot to target. Uh, Tanner Rourke, he's got a cheap price, though, on some sites. Uh, you know, Fantasy Draft 7.1K is a fair price. Don't hate it. Uh, I think it's fine. You can get away with it. Uh, it's 8.7. Uh, Tanner Rourke on DraftKings is good. And then uh, 6.8 on FanDuel is where I really like the value more so. And again, it's just the Mets offense. They're not good. I think it's a perfectly good spot to target Rourke if you want. It's the perfect slate to target Rourke where you can get him for a good price as well because he's not a guy that has a you know ton of K upside, but against this Mets lineup, obviously he can uh, you know have pitch pretty efficiently and have a good game, I think. And on top of that, it's just one of those games you don't see all these strikeout pitchers and you're worried, oh man, I don't have uh, you know, I, I don't have a, a guy that doesn't strike out a ton of guys. Well, uh, we're just looking for some kind of just pitching performances where they can just get the job done. Um, and yeah, Tanner Rourke and I think Arietta are two guys that they fall in that category where they could maybe just get the job done and maybe don't get the K upside, but they pitch efficiently enough where you're happy with their performances at their prices. All right, um, nothing else really to talk about in this game. All in all, the hitters, I don't love the hitting in this game. Again, uh, if you want to you know, make take a Nationals, a one-off here and there, like a Juan Soto, wouldn't hate it, but uh, or Bryce Harper, but I just don't think it's too necessary here. Next game up, Arizona Diamondbacks, Atlanta Braves, 8.5 total with Zach Godley against Anibal Sanchez. And uh, yeah, I kind of think Anibal Sanchez is sort of kind of in play. He's someone I'm kind of considering he's in my player pool right now uh price tag on fantasy draft is at 15.3k 7.8 on DraftKings, and then 7.3 on FanDuel. and against uh the diamondbacks i think this is a perfectly good spot for him uh it's just the diamondbacks that offense it, it's it's fine it's not the greatest but i think it's a spot where we can uh take some shots on sanchez has been better this season uh you know his average exit velocity he's allowing is uh 84.5 right now to bat so obviously that's good 23.2 k percentage so the upside could be there for the k's 4.36 xfip and eight percent walk rate uh you know he's been solid though giving up an iso of only one uh, 0.157 and 149 uh against lefties so this is a spot again i think for sanchez he could be really interesting and i think he's someone worth kind of considering in your cash games a little bit i just don't think it's a terrible idea uh you know looking at some of the numbers here too on him is outside swinging strike rate in the last 30 days is up 4.5 percent which is obviously great that's something i like to look at at times the k percentage is up three percent in the the past uh you know 30 days that's something else that obviously you know catches my eye the, uh, one thing i get a little worried about is the air distance right that's up they're hitting the ball a little farther on him but hard contact is down 4.6 percent sure the medium contact's up but uh it's better that the hard contact's down uh you know sanchez i think he's an interesting uh, pitching option on this slate and i think he's really worth considering uh today so uh yeah uh, bad pitching slate but uh give me some animal sanchez i'm definitely gonna have some exposure to him today now I want to talk about Zach Godley. I like Zach Godley. Uh, I think he's a fine pitcher, but this matchup is just tough. The Braves don't strike out a ton. Uh, they're favorites. I just think Godley, you know, 
it's just not worth paying that price on him. Uh, you know, 5.5K, 7.7, and uh, 8.6 on FanDuel. FanDuel's where I wouldn't play him, but DraftKings, you talked me into it at maybe 7.7. But again, I just think I like uh, a little Anibal Sanchez a little more. But uh, if you want to play both pitchers in this game, I wouldn't argue against it. I think they're perfectly fine and really don't like any bats here that much in this spot. Maybe a mini Brave stack with those lefties, but I'm not going crazy with this game because there's better hitting options. Next game up, uh, Houston Astros, Detroit Tigers, 8.5 total here. We got Mike Fires and Dallas Keuchel. I mean, I'm a Dallas Keuchel, uh, I'm like a Dallas Keuchel guy on slates like this. Uh, I think he's a good pitcher, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I get the Ks as much as you'd want, but uh, hey, Dallas Keuchel's a good pitcher, and he can get the job done. The problem is, again, uh, can we pay the price on them? Like, that's the thing. It's like guys like Rick Porcello, too. Good, efficient pitchers, but don't really get the Ks that you want, and it's just like, do you want to spend on them today? That's kind of what the, the debate is. So uh, Dallas Keuchel's price, again, FanDuel, 9K, a little expensive, but if you look on, like, Fantasy Draft, 16.3K, 8.4K, I could get behind that a little bit, and Vegas kind of agrees with you here. Uh, you know, if you look at, uh, look at, the Tigers at 3.24 implied total. Vegas thinks that the Tigers are definitely going to, you know, struggle a little bit. So I, it's just the one thing I worry about is this righty heavy lineup. Sure, it's not the greatest set of righties, but uh, they've gotten the job done, the, the Tigers against left handed pitching this year. So I definitely have some pause, have some concerns, and really think that uh, I need to, uh, you know, kind of figure out what I want to do with Keiko. Again, 17.8. K percentage isn't great, but the exit at 3.79 is obviously something to consider. Ground ball rate, 55.6%. Again, another just efficient pitcher. And against righties, he's given up an ISO of 141 and the Woba against 300. And uh, yeah, just all in all, I think he's a fine, efficient pitcher. But uh, the Tigers, again, they've been really good against lefties this year. So I'm kind of just trying to figure out what to do with him. But I do think fantasy draft and DraftKings is where you're really getting the value on uh, him on this slate. So uh, all in all, Keiko is perfectly fine. Uh, not really playing Tigers bats. Don't think I'm. Uh, don't think I'm really going to be doing uh, any of that. So uh, sure, again, like I said, I'm a little worried about Keiko, but I, he's just too efficient. I don't really target Keiko too much. Uh, Astro side of the ball now against Mike Fires. This is a great spot for this offense. Uh, Five point two six implied total. Mike Fires has pitched uh, you know a little better recently, but again, he's a guy that should struggle. Uh, we should see some home runs hit off him. I'm going to target this Astros offense more as a stack, not really too many one offs. If I'm looking in cash games, maybe like a, a Guriel or like a Reddick is like a cheap value for 3K. Or if I spend up on maybe a Springer, but again, I'm not going too crazy with Astros in my cash game. Sure, I like the bats, but they're tough to jam in, and uh, I don't know. I just think other people are going to go to other offenses. I don't see them as like top stack today. Again, we have a core slate, uh, and it's a 15 game slate. You guys know how it works. Uh, I always talk about this on 15 15 game slates when we do these shows. Uh, we're used to just saying ownership this that, but it really doesn't matter too much on these slates, in my opinion. Next game up, Tampa Bay Rays, Minnesota Twins, eight and a half total with Nathan Evaldi against Jake Odorizzi. And uh, yeah, both these pitchers have pitched a lot better recently. Uh, Evaldi is a guy that, you know, he had a really great outing, but against the Twins, I'm slightly concerned to do it. Uh, so I'm going to do my best and just say, I'm going to stay away from Evaldi. I think in tournaments, if you want to take a shot on the upside, it's fine. But the Rays pulled him the other day, like in a really great outing, and it was really frustrating. So I worry about his leash just in general. Don't know why the Rays had to do that against the Mets when he was absolutely cruising, but what can you do about that? And then on the opposite, Jake Odorizzi, fly ball guy against a Rays team that eh, they're fine. They're okay. Like if I, I'll take a Jake Bowers here and there, uh, he's fine. Like Ramos is a good hitter, but who are you really worried about on this team? So uh, I just, 
I'm just not really loving the bats in this game and not loving the pitchers. I think if you, again, you want to take a shot on like a Bowers, who I like is fine. Uh, maybe like a Kiermaier at the top or a Ramos. I wouldn't hate that. And then uh, against Yavaldi, if you want to go like a Rosario or an Escobar, sure, I I don't hate it, but again, not one of my favorite ways to go with the bats. So, uh, yeah, we can move on from this one pretty quick. Just don't love the pitching. Don't love the bats. Uh, not saying I'm crossing off completely. There's a couple guys here and there I'll pick, but uh, not my favorite spot. Let's go on to the next game, and I like this game a lot. Kansas City Royals, Chicago White Sox. It's 90 degrees, 9.5 total, and we have Brad Keller against James Shields. And, man, uh, I'm liking the bats here, and one offense I love is the Chicago White Sox. Uh, they are in a phenomenal spot. Uh, I normally like him more against lefties, but against Brad Keller, who's not a great pitcher, this is definitely a spot to target against a bad bullpen in Kansas City. It seems like a lot of the stars are aligning for a pretty nice game for the White Sox. Uh, looking at Brad Keller's numbers, you know, 4.68 xFIP, K percentage at 13%, walk rate at 9.4. The only thing that's annoying is the, the ground ball percentage is at 54%. Wish he was more of a fly ball guy, uh, but his ISO, uh, and yeah, he's giving up the ISO, and man, the ISO is really confusing. This is why I like plate IQ, man. Sometimes you think the ISO is a lot higher but his ice has been really low compared to the woba i'm sure it's going to change a little though i don't know why it's that's crazy uh man i'm really shocked at the iso it's so it's 0 0.075 and then uh against righties and then 0 0.029 against lefties i mean i've been targeting keller and uh it's you know it's gone fine it, i haven't remembered it being miserable so uh yeah that, that's just really shocking that the iso numbers are down but this white Sox, they have so much power i'm still taking a shot in it i really think it's a perfect spot for them we have a casey bullpen that's not good too uh you know keller he's probably not gonna go super deep anyways I, i'm going with the white Sox. uh but i'm very surprised about those iso numbers again another thing i love about complete iq when you think one thing you're just kind of shocked when you see it and yeah it definitely kind of uh surprised me here because uh yeah i really thought that keller was a guy that was just you know, we we're perfectly fine targeting a ton, but uh, numbers aren't lining up the way that I was uh, hoping they would, obviously. But still, uh, White Sox offense is a very powerful offense. And in this stadium, again, I talk about this. Uh, White Sox stadium is a very sneaky home run park. I feel like people just don't realize that and they kind of overlook it. Um, so, and I've been beating that drum kind of over the last couple of weeks, but I think it's worth beating the drum over when we, and again, when we see these, uh, road teams coming to Chicago, I have more interest in them. And then against James Shields, uh, looking at the Royals, like a guy like Lucas Dudo, who you can get for cheap. I like him and this Royals offense and Moustakas, it seems like Mike Moustakas will go yard against James Shields today for sure. Um, I like this spot for a lot of these guys with Merrifield's in a decent spot too. So, uh, yeah, all in all, the Royals are really interesting too. Uh, I want to pivot back to the White Sox here and talk about who I like on them. Uh, cause I, I like Moncada. Jose Abreu, another guy to like to Palka. Those are three guys I'm obviously going to look to target uh, and probably throw on Matt Davidson because he just got a lot of pop. Uh, those are like the, are my four favorite guys to target. Just the one through five simply because that six through nine is pretty gross all in all but uh you look at that team in general they're just really cheap stack uh maybe that helps you get in another big stack like you can fill them out with a core stack right that obviously be a, a really good time if you can make that work so uh yeah that's uh that's kind of it for this game it's definitely a spot to load up on white Sox, load up on royals well they're not load up but get exposure i should say a nine and a half total uh good ballpark for hitting and uh yeah 90 degrees should be a great spot Let's talk about this next one because this is one I want to talk about a lot. Cincinnati Reds, St. Louis Cardinals, 8.5 total. And, uh, man, the Cardinals, they let me down a little bit the other day. But uh, it still worked out. The, you know, the, the one-offs helped instead. So, But let me talk about these Cardinals because, again, they're too cheap on FanDuel specifically. Matt Carpenter, by the way, love him today. He's another one of my home run candidates uh, on this slate. So give me all the Matt Carpenter. Love him in this spot. 3.3K on FanDuel. Phenomenal play. Fam on FanDuel, 3K. Martinez, 3.1. Ozuna, 2.9. 
2.9, Molina 2.9. Just phenomenal fr- prices on on all these guys on the Cardinals up and down throughout the lineup. So like them a lot. Think they're worth targeting against Matt Harvey, who again he's been a lot better. Um, but I still think that uh, that there's a lot of value just in the prices on Fanduel specifically. If you look at the prices on DraftKings on the Cardinals, four seven like that's expensive on Carpenter. It, I think it'll be you know more contrarian there maybe uh, because again uh, people are probably going to pay it for Arenado at third base, who we'll get to. But I do think Carpenter is a really really good play, and I like him. Uh, Fam is a nice price on DraftKings at three nine. Martinez three six. Ozuna two three two. So really good prices on them on DraftKings. So again, you can mix some of these guys throughout your lineups here, and I think it's perfect fine route to go and then fantasy draft kind of similar yeah similar prices uh ozuna six five just uh man it's a really good spot for these cardinals i think and uh, just good prices so there's some value there like getting some exposure uh let's talk about the reds now against carlos martinez i know martinez velocity has been dipping but i don't know i'm just kind of you know just staying away from what's going on with this situation in general uh I'll, let me just pull up with the plate i can see i don't think the velocity has gone back up uh but i'll just check to make sure here what's going on over the last 30 days but it's probably still down i'm assuming here Pulling up Martinez here in the plate IQ, uh, you know, went to the recent trends, premium ports and then recent trends for the one, people who are wondering about it. Uh, but yeah, fly ball rates up 10.9%, hard contact up 99 Again, on a slate like this, I would probably consider Carlos Martinez because again, against the Reds, there's some strikeout upside. It seems like something to kind of consider. Strikeouts are also down 3.6%, but and I just can't be playing Carlos Martinez right now. It's just it's too too much of a bumpy ride. He just hasn't been that great. Um, sure, the last three outings have been good, but just the advanced numbers are really concerning. I get it against San Francisco, Arizona, and Cleveland. He's had like you know good DraftKings scores: twenty point two, twenty two point seven, and twenty five point three. Maybe he's turning a corner that I'm missing. But looking at like the plate IQ numbers, I'm just trying to figure out what is going on here, and I really don't know. So. This is something I'm just going to have to reevaluate and maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like throughout the day, uh, I get some news that he's fixed something with his pitches and then I have to reconsider Carlos Martinez. So that's something worth noting. And if he has fixed something, uh, I, he'd be a really strong play for me, but I don't know. It just, if you look at the plate IQ, uh, and over the last 30 days, it just, it doesn't make a ton of sense. The velocity change too is still down. Um, you know, yeah, it's still down 0.6 on his, uh, fastball is uh yeah this that one's down 1.5 i just don't get what what's going on here so um maybe he's gotten lucky but the advanced stuff is saying that uh, carlos martinez could be a little bit in trouble but again it is the reds offense and they're not good and vegas thinks that the reds have a low total here at 3.86 so um yeah i guess i have to do do some more digging on carlos martinez and if i find anything good i'll tweet it out on twitter at travis mangone if you guys want it's t-r-a-v-i-s-m-a-n-g-o-n-e so uh yeah, that's about it with uh, Carlos Martinez. Let's go on to uh, the next game. Uh, again, it's Coors. Uh, it's a great spot to load up on. We got Christian Bergman against Antonio Senzatella. Really good spot to target these bats. Uh, you know, when you see a 12 total in Vegas, uh, by Vegas in uh, Colorado, you just load up. Uh, so up and down the lineup, just get exposure to it. I don't think I have to tell you uh, who to play and who not to play. And also, if you look at, like, the sites, like you pull up DraftKings and you scroll all the way to the bottom, it's pretty much where you're going to see these two pitchers. Uh, you know, Sensatella, let's see. Sensatella is 5.3K, and then Bergman is 4K. So, again, uh, yeah, reasons to uh, obviously load up on the cores bats. You know, Blackman, Arenado. Carlos Gonzalez, a couple guys I'll probably prioritize for sure on this slate if I can. And then uh, on the Seattle side, again, Sensatella, you know, yeah, they're really ready heavy, but Kyle, Kyle Seeger, he's obviously a good play. You know, Mitch Haniger, Segura, load up on these guys. Span, he's he might hit towards the top of the lineup. That's obviously a, a decent value that could happen. Just load up on the bats in this game.
Next game up, Chicago Cubs, San Diego Padres, 8.5 total with Tyler Chatwood against Clayton Richard. And on ugly slates, I kind of say to myself, well, it's an ugly slate. Uh, you know, let me just play pitchers against the Padres with a righty. And I want to like Tyler Chatwood, but he's walking too many guys. He's had so many struggles. I just don't think I can uh, pull the trigger on it. I thought about it, and then I said, that's just terrible. I'm, I can't stomach this. So not going to be doing that at all. And if you want to play some of these Padres lefties, I guess you could, like a Hosmer maybe. Uh I don't know. You're really looking for walks, and it's just horrible. Uh, just stay away from the Padres' bats. I just don't think it's a good spot for them. Uh, I get it if you want to take a lefty here and there, but eh, it's fine. Uh, no need to go that route. But if Hosmer's cheap, I guess you could take him as a one-off. But uh, Clayton Richard against the, the Cubs. Uh, you know, I don't like him in this spot either. I don't really like Cubs. Just in general, I think this is a good maybe cross-off game. The only thing I'll consider is maybe a Chris Bryant or a Rizzo or a Contreras, and then that's it. But Contreras is probably my favorite Cub on that side of the ball. That's the guy I like uh, the most if you make me pick one against the lefty here. Next game up, Los Angeles Angels and Los Angeles Dodgers is an eight total. And uh, let's talk about one of my favorite pitchers to talk about. I love Walker Buehler. He's a guy I'm excited to talk about for the next, what, you know, 10 years, he's going to be a really good pitcher. Really like uh, watching him play, but uh, he's coming off the DL and with Dave Roberts, we just really don't know what is going to happen with Walker Bueller in general. So um, on taking the wait and see approach, like, throughout the day and see kind of what happens see if people get a word on a pitch count i haven't seen anything on it uh i know he pitched simulated innings i i believe against chris taylor and jock peterson i believe he went like five or six in that but uh, dodgers also talked about how they're gonna go to a six-man rotation possibly so i really just don't know what's going to happen with walker Buehler. so hopefully it's something we can get from the beat writers throughout the day uh like him in this spot sure the k upside isn't amazing against the angels and they're a good offense and but uh vegas thinks it's you know what i'm thinking with Bueller is correct 3.60 implied total for the angels and then on top of that the price is nice on Bueller. 7.8k on fanduel you get him at uh 9.5 on DraftKings and then Fantasy Draft again at 18.9. I mean, just solid price tags on Bueller. I like him. He's someone I'm looking to get some exposure to. Against Felix Pena, I really don't like, uh, you know, don't like too many Dodgers. I think like Jock Peterson and Max Muncy at the top and Bellinger are fine. Just really the lefties I'm looking at for against Pena, I think. Uh, just kind of calling it a day. I'm not going too crazy against Pena. Um, he's got some K upside, uh, but I think against the Dodgers here, it's not worth it. And he's a young pitcher that we're kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with his numbers. It's kind of what I'm trying to figure out. And actually, yeah, we got a bigger sample here. So let's talk about it a little bit. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, wow, the K percentage went up actually 4%. Uh, yeah, one up for well, this is 2018 numbers. Never mind, let me pull up 2017 and 2018. I want a bigger sample here. Okay, uh, yeah, K percentage has gone up a little bit over the past uh, couple weeks, uh, but he's at 25.5 K percentage. The excerpts at 4.34, walk percentage at 9.4%. Uh, he's had uh, more of his issues against righties, which, um, yeah, maybe it makes the righties more in play. Um, but I don't know, I feel like those numbers should change over. Uh, I'm just more of a typical believer in, uh, you know, it, I don't think he's the reverse splits guys from what I'm seeing. And it's just such a small sample. I'd rather just take a shot from the lefties instead. Again, not one of my favorite games to really go crazy with, uh, but I'll just take maybe like Peterson and Muncie and Bellinger's a one-off maybe, and then kind of call it a day. Just not going too crazy there. So about the last game of the slate, we got the Oakland A's and the San Francisco Giants. This is an eight total here with Edwin Jackson against Madison Bumgarner. And I like Bumgarner here. It's in a good pitcher's park, you know, good pitching weather, 65 degrees. Wind blowing out doesn't matter in San Francisco, so that's obviously something to note too. Uh, I just think all in all, this is a really good spot for Madison Bumgarner. Just the question is, do you want to spend on him? Do you want to spend 9-4 on FanDuel? Do you want to spend 11-4 on DraftKings and 22.4 on Fantasy Draft? It's just 
I don't know if I want to spend that price on him. That's kind of the problem. He gets an A's team that can get pretty ready heavy, but I do think it's a good spot for Madison Bumgarner. Uh, I, I like taking shots on him in tournaments when you can. If you have the money, go for it. Uh, looking at the numbers on him, 4.15 XFIP, K percentage at 21.6%, walk rate at 54 Definitely someone to consider. You look at the K's, too, on the uh, A's. They can strike out a ton at 23.1% for this lineup right now. I do think Madison Bumgarner has a chance to have a pretty solid outing, so give me Bumgarner here uh, if you have the money. But I'm not prioritizing pitching today. Again, prioritizing the bats more so. Uh, but all in all, I just think, uh, yeah, Bumgarner, really good play. Uh, if you have the money, go for it, fire away. And then really nothing else in this game that I'm really going with. Like, I know Edwin Jackson's not good. I guess you could take some shots on, like, a Duger at the top, Steven Duger, or, like, a McCutcheon or a Bell or Crawford, we can get him cheap, but again, I just don't like playing that many hitters in this park, and it's more so if you see a guy that fills in as a nice value, I think that's perfectly fine with the Giants, because Edwin Jackson, who's got a 5.19 XFIP, he's really not that great. That about wraps up the slate for you guys. Uh, before we get on out of here, we can talk about the stack of the day. Because, of course, I know you guys like hearing that. That's always something that I like talking about. Because stacks are, uh, you know, what, what, what wins baseball. It's what everyone does. It's what everyone wants to talk about. So uh, let's talk about my stack of the day. You know, it's going to be one of the early games. It's the Texas Rangers against... Alex Cobb, he's a pitcher that has had his struggles, and I do think that this Rangers offense is one that we can target here. Uh, you know, it's going to be hot there in Baltimore. It's definitely a good hitter's ballpark, and we got some nice bats in here that have some power and have some pop. I like the Texas Rangers a lot. They are going to be my stack of the day. Let me get on out of here, though. Uh, you know, I'll be on the weekend grind this weekend. If you guys want to hear me talk about the, you know, talk about that with some people, uh, I will be there doing that. So uh, check out my Twitter. You can get it there, or you can catch it on the this exact uh, page as well for the Daily Fantasy Fix. If you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to the podcast. But I'm going to get on out of here. Enjoy your Friday, guys. Should be a great time. So for me, Travis Mangone, I am out. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Right now, you can get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 no a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills of cancel early remaining amounts due. Unlimited basic after 630 20 Pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. 